The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Thursday morning and welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn and Joint, I'm Chris Yao. Joined as always by the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and Lawson Smith, the intern, in the house with you this morning. Happy to be with you in the Lee Company studio. Coming to you live from the Front Porch Sports Headquarters in Columbia, Tennessee, and on Facebook, Twitter, and down at 94.5 The Eagle in Franklin County, Winchester Cowan, Deckard Estel Springs, and Huntland, and anywhere else in between, <laughs> or to the east and west of there, because <laughs> most of the towns are right on the main track right there. there. The, yeah, right there on 41, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us this morning. We are so happy to have you, and uh, we've got a great show for you today. Really excited about uh, this one. We've Man, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. So uh, before we get into that, though, I saw something on... Oh, I'm not sure if it was on Twitter or if you could trade lives with one person, who would it be? And I, I got to tell you, the answer that this person gave is probably really the best answer that there could be. Adam Sandler. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say, and I agree 100%. It's Adam Sandler. You've seen this. Well, no, I I just he makes movies with friend, his friends and gets to film in exotic locations, and that's the only reason he makes movies nowadays <laughs> he, to go on vacation with his what, friends. This is what he does. He 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 gets people to pay him to go, <laughs> to on, go a on a month yeah. to a month or two vacation because these these storylines that he's writing are trash, right? I oh mean, yeah, they're, and they're basically the same thing. All of them. He says. All right, all my friends, you guys come with me. We're going on vacation. I'm going to be myself. I'm playing myself in this. I'm wearing Hawaiian shirts and basketball shorts. Like, that's just what I'm wearing, okay? Like, that's my character. It's me. I'm going to do my funny voices. I'm going to make a million dollars. Oh, And we get to go on vacation. And what A- minus B plus list celebrity do I want to kiss this week? <laughs> let's, let's hire her. I mean, like... That's it. It's so true. He's the answer. (laughs) I'm not going to argue with your answer. You're talking about life right now. Right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Because my thought was 
Dwayne Johnson. That's a good one, too. Yeah. But I was thinking the length. I mean, this is a guy who played major college football at the University of Miami when that meant something. Yeah. You know. And then he became the WWE champion. Then he became the rock. Yeah. And then he became one of the coolest actors in all of Hollywood. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would trade lives with Dwayne Johnson right now. Heck, people want him to run for president. (laughs) Now, I don't know that I'd want that job. But you wouldn't want that job. <laughs> so you ever see those uh, th- those pictures that it says like you know you ha- you can live in this log cabin but you can never watch football again? Would you do it? Yes, please. So, uh, I saw one that said you get to live in this beautiful white house, but you have to obey the Constitution. Can you do it? <laughs> and I thought that's so funny. Wow. <laughs> Oh God! Um, I think that's great. Think I'm a pass. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> I think I'll stay here. Yeah, I'm good. Oh man, it's uh, 11 minutes past the hour, and we have got so much to talk about. I just thought that was funny. I was I was scrolling Facebook or Twitter or something, TikTok maybe I don't know, and since all those, so uh, I'll tell you, last night was interesting an interesting night in the the baseball world and we're going to talk all about it because we have we have to talk about the Braves of course because we don't get a chance to talk about them doing what they do or what they did last night very often so we will certainly talk about them uh the college world series obviously and I think that's kind of that, that that that's something we you know we have obviously talked about, but I've got some things to say about what I've been seeing on social media, and um, it's kind of annoying to be honest with you. So we'll talk about that. Of course, uh, we're going to visit with Pernell Knox later in the show. Uh, he is currently the athletics director at Columbia Academy, but in a previous life, in a previous life, yeah. <laughs> he was he he was an, uh, an athletic trainer who. Uh, dealt with a lot of athletic injuries, and we're going to ask him to kind of give us a, the thought process behind what went into Mike Soroka's uh, rehabilitation on his on his Achilles, and maybe what could have happened to uh, to put him in the situation he's in now. So we're going to visit with him. Uh, we have Chris Lee. We do have Chris oh, Lee. That was. That was awesome. No, it wasn't. I, I, I think I think the conversation will be rather subdued. Yeah. But we do have Chris Lee <laughs> of VandySports.com to talk about Vanderbilt baseball. and Should have called Ricky Bowen. Who? Ricky Bowen. He was the Sunday starter for Mississippi State uh, about 10 years ago. <laughs> and I went to high school with him. <laughs> You know, there is a kid, well, he's not a kid, clearly, but there is a former Columbia Central baseball player who played at Mississippi State. It's been about 15 years or so ago, and I cannot call his name. Um, If you're listening and you know, feel free to hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook Live or wherever But um, and, and help me with that name. I think it's Chris something, but 
went down there and played outfield. I think he might have played junior college ball first. But, um, you know, to to all of our Mississippi State fans, congratulations because, I mean, it's to think when you think about that baseball program and the number of fantastic teams and fantastic players that they've had come through there that haven't been able to get done what this year's team finally got done last night. It's um, it's pretty stunning. But so now Kansas State and Virginia Tech are the two answers to that question. The only power five athletic institutions to never win a team sport championship. So I saw Alex McDaniel tweet that, you know, in the history of Mississippi major college athletics, Nobody had ever won a team national championship. Uh, and since they changed the flag, Ole Miss's women have won a golf national championship and Mississippi State won baseball. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so who knew? There you go. Small world story. I got to tell you this. I was on Twitter last night and, and Wes Blankenship had quote tweeted a guy who posted a picture who said, Wes Blankenship, Marty Smith, you you know you are staying in the right hotel when you walk into your room and see this portrait hanging up. And it's, a, it's you know, tons of uh, country music legends, Willie Nelson, uh, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, Hank Jr. Uh, I think Jerry Lee Lewis is in it, Porter Wagner's in it. And, and I said, I just replied to it and said, Porter Wagner forever. The guy responds and says, absolutely. By the way, love your local coverage, hashtag Columbia. So I see this guy's tweet on Wes Blankenship's page, not his page. And turns out he knew who I was. He listens to the show, uh, reads the, the website, sm-tnsports.com. So David, Dr. underscore T-E-N-N, uh, good morning. Good morning, David. Appreciate you. Pretty <laughs> cool. That was, it was just a wild, small world story. I thought that was neat. Yeah. Oh, man. So, Listen yeah. to the show. I like that. It's really cool. He's got good taste. He, he does. So we've got, like I said, big show. We're going to talk name, image, likeness, because I did see some, some folks this morning uh, who have taken full advantage <laughs> of the idea of making money off their name, image, and likeness. And, and I'm not mad at them. It automatically... Makes, you know, at, I guess, what was it, four months ago we heard that NCAA football was coming back? Mm-hmm. So, I guess now we could see names and jersey numbers instead of just QB number 16. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much in, the NCAA is planning to pay them. The only thing is, you know, given the given the curse of the NFL cover – NCAA kids may not want to be on that. They'd get paid to be on it, though. So there's uh, that. Was there Interesting. an NCAA cover curse? Because no. I don't remember. No, there's not an. There no. wasn't one. There wasn't an NCAA cover curse, but there was an NFL I know. cover curse. I knew that. But that yeah. being said, I mean, once you start paying them to be on it, well, the thing about it was it used to be former athletes because they couldn't put. Current current athletes on there. It was always people who had gone to the NFL draft. So now you could put the current Heisman winner or whatever on there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Al Clark from yes. the Eagle 
checking in says Ronnie Norton from Central played at Mississippi State in the '60s. Big hitter. So Ronnie Norton. I don't know if Ronnie's still here in the area, but congratulations to Ronnie. Okay, you know Mississippi State fans are just beside themselves. They woke up this morning and said, "Was I dreaming?" It's pretty cool. Pernell Knox, our 940 guest, checking in. Derek Armstrong played at Mississippi State, and he played at C-State. However, I don't believe he has been out 15 years, maybe seven or eight years. Dude, hey, time flies when you're it's having fun. 15 I'll, and 7 fif- and 8 at this point yeah, are all the it's same. it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> 15, and, 15 and dog years. So, right. No. But, hey, thanks for, um, thanks for straightening me out on that, sir. We'll talk to you here in about – 25 minutes that's right we've got we've got a great show lined up uh, clayton harris is going to join us in the next segment his team advanced to the state uh little league tournament that that and typically we wouldn't talk about little league but his is his that age group is the little league that you see on esp right so right. it kind of makes a difference and and wouldn't that be something after the Years absence that we had of the Little League World Series. Too. Wouldn't it? Oh, man. I'm excited about it. So we'll talk to him about uh, all of the age groups that he saw this weekend because this past weekend, Columbia held all of the local uh, district tournaments. So uh, we'll talk to him about that in the next segment. But right now, we're about to take a break. Before, though, we have to give you today's rundown. This is The Rundown. Thursday Rundown is brought to you by Barry B. Coble with Crest Point Wealth Management. She offers personalized wealth management strategies for clients based on where you are in your financial journey. Go see Barry at Crest Point Wealth Management located at 700 North Main Street in Columbia. Securities offered through Registered Representatives Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA, SIPC, Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Crest Point Wealth Management and Cambridge are not affiliated. In Major League Baseball action Wednesday night of area interest, the St. Louis Cardinals defeated the Arizona Diamondbacks 7-4. It was the Brewers with a 15-7 comeback victory over the Chicago Cubs and the Braves all over the Mets 20-2. In NBA Western Conference Finals action, it was the Phoenix Suns Closing out that series with a 130-103 victory over the Clippers. In WNBA action, it was a sky over the wings, 91-81. Minnesota defeated Phoenix, 82-76. And the Las Vegas Aces, a 99-75 winner over the Los Angeles Sparks. In College World Series action, as we told you, Mississippi State, 9, Vanderbilt, nothing as the Bulldogs win the championship. The sky over the wings. That's the sky over the wings. That's, that's kind of synergistic. It, it, it is. Yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball action today of local interest. Um, day game. Minnesota plays at the Chicago White Sox. That's a one ten start on ESPN Plus. At six twenty, the Mets and the Braves close their three game series at Truist Park. That's a six twenty start on Bally Sports South. You can hear pregame at 5.05 on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM-FM. And at 8.40 tonight on ESPN, San Francisco plays at Arizona. As I asked Lawson earlier, why on earth would you put the Diamondbacks on television right now? 
Anyway. Uh, maybe it's not the Diamondbacks. Maybe it's the Giants. I guess. And the Diamondbacks are just there. Uh, NBA playoff action tonight in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. It is the Bucks traveling to Atlanta. Uh, series is tied 2-2. Tied two to two. So, this should be fun. 7.30 tip on TNT. And in WNBA action, Connecticut uh, is going to take on, is it the Detroit? No. No. Indiana. Indiana, that's right. The Indiana Fever at 6 p.m. on Prime Video. And by the way, Prime Video does a really good job with coverage. I watched a little bit of that Ace of Sparks game last night. It was pretty cool. Prime Video with uh, unique and uh, interesting coverage of sports. So, you should probably check that out. If for no other reason than it's live sports on Prime Video. Pretty cool. All right, that's going to do it for your Thursday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, brought to you by Barry B. Coble. All right, when we come back, it's uh, going to be Clayton Harris in the studio with us, but also talk a little bit about the... um, Some coaching moves in the area. Yeah. A couple of coaching... uh, vacancies created and some folks have been hired so don't worry it's not in but it's not in murray Murray county County, (laughs) if it was we would have probably led with that (laughs) no uh so yeah we got a lot to talk about coming up on southern middle tennessee sports day presented by mid tennessee bone and joint be right back to the lee company studio right after this stick around Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, Lawson Smith in studio with us is in the Parks Motor Sales hot seat this morning. Is station manager at Kennedy Broadcasting, Clayton Harris, and clearly a great little league baseball manager. So there you go. He's going to talk to us here in just a minute about his team uh, and what they were able to accomplish over the weekend out at uh, Columbia American Little League Murray County Park. Um, But first, let's 
Mo, let, let's talk. There, there is some coaching news in the uh, the Southern Middle Tennessee area that we need to, to to kind of touch on real quick. Yeah, you know, for for all of the talk that we've had about Murray County coaching vacancies and that kind of thing that have lingered into the summer. At least they've known <laughs> that they were going to have mm-hmm. changes because um, at Shelbyville this week, they've lost two basketball coaches, um, Andrew Hicks and his wife, Jen, who coached respectively the Shelbyville boys and girls basketball teams, have both left to take those positions at Madison Academic Magnet School over in Jackson. Um, yeah, we've seen this before. The husband-wife thing can be a positive, but when one leaves, they're both leaving. <laughs> you can bet. Yeah. You know, we saw it at Summit. Yeah. So, <laughs> with the good yeah, ones, ra- so. rarely is it that one leaves and one stays, especially if, unless, they're, if, unless especially if they're going from Shelbyville to West Tennessee. Unless you're Ralph and Karen Weekly. I was Weekly. just about to say, yeah. unless you're Ralph yeah. and Karen Weekly. That's yeah. the only time. And didn't expect that one either, to be <laughs> honest. But at any rate, um, Andrew Hicks, apparently, according to the Jackson Sun, was on the first basketball team at Madison. Ah, okay. And so they're going home. He yeah, is anyway. Yeah, he is. And so um, they will both be taking over the boys and girls basketball programs over there. I think the boys were in the Class A state tournament. Maybe they were this past year. So. I th- I'm not sure if they're – I think they're double A, uh, but Madison was in the state tournament, boys. Yeah, and, and they have both been – they both logged time out in West Tennessee. So, um, that, like you said, they are headed home. And so, Shelbyville is in the hunt for, again, both boys and girls – Basketball coaches, um, you know, former member of District 8 AAA. I don't remember where they are now with the new reclassification and realignment. Let's see if we can figure that out. Yeah, but while they got the – while they are looking for basketball coaches, they are not now looking for – A baseball coach. A baseball coach. coach. Yeah, um, they hired – you got a name? Do you have what I said? I do. Uh, his It's uh, Chase Jones. Okay. Is, Who had most recently been at Grundy County as baseball coach. In the last, I think he's been out of coaching and teaching for the last three years. But he had spent three years at Grundy County. And before that, he had been uh, at Coffee County. Yeah, uh, and, and this is news to you guys down in Franklin County because Shelbyville is in that 4A district okay. 6 with Coffee County, Franklin County, and Warren County. So uh, new basketball coaches at some point uh, at Shelbyville don't know who it's going to be, uh, but at least two of those schools now have new basketball coaches on the boys' side. Yeah. <laughs> Although one of them was a... <laughs> former assistant and now he's the head coach so there's that but yeah so uh big news there for for Shelbyville getting a baseball coach also big news it's July 1st and you're in the middle of the dead period and you've got to hire a, two basketball coaches so yeah. <laughs> that's tough right there yeah. so those four will be together in district 6 4a 
Correct. In the reclassification. So Coffee County, Franklin County, Shelbyville, and Warren County, like you said. So so um, if you're a Franklin County basketball fan, you'll be seeing new folks on the sidelines when Shelbyville rolls in there. Yep. And, um, and on the baseball, in the baseball dugout as well. That's correct. But um, at least we know who the baseball coach is. Right now. Yeah. All right. Now, we want to welcome in Clayton Harris, station manager here at Kennedy Broadcasting and Little League District Champion. That is correct. Ha <laughs> look okay, at that. Okay, so I, I need to ask before we go any further. Do you do the John McGraw thing, or do you actually do you wear a suit in the dugout? Do you actually <laughs> wear a uniform in the dugout? What is your he's wearing that what is right your there. coaching attire? Um, I, I usually go with a, uh, a a cage jacket and usually khaki pants or shorts. I uh, Cal Ripken, which I used to be a part of the Cal Ripken League in Columbia. It was mandatory. You had to wear full uniform. Yes, it was, and it was quite uncomfortable because yes, some was. bodies are not built for baseball uniforms after a certain age. That is mine, correct. being one of them. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. So, but but fortunately, uh, with little league, uh, that is not a requirement. So, Thank goodness. Uh, so yes, I, I, this time of the year, it's usually khaki shorts with the uh, the case jacket. That's that's smart. Okay, yeah, we don't need to do, don't need to go the whole. The whole nine. I, I don't know what Cal Ripken is trying to accomplish other than to make folks. I mean, when you're coaching in a tournament, what you look like doesn't need to be a concern for you. Well, Especially I, I, when they're seven years old. Because uh, when uh, my kid was seven and then Cal Ripken, I was in a dugout wearing pants. And, yeah, it's just. Well, the thing is, I, I, I guess I understand. You know, they they try to be as close to – major league as possible with the Cal Ripken experience over in Pigeon Forge. They've got the the replica fields and that sort of thing. So, like, I kind of get it, but also it's dumb. (laughs) I'm not saying that it's not dumb. I just – I'm saying that I understand their thought process. So, it's it's just weird. But uh, this weekend, you guys over at Columbia American Little League, you hosted not just the 12U, but you also had the – was it 11 and 7s? We uh, we actually hosted every every age division. Okay, uh, we the elevens, the twelves, uh, the nine and tens are in one division. Gotcha, and uh, eight and under, which is coach pitch. So, uh, Columbia was well represented. Um, won three out of the four championships uh, that were over there. Uh, Spring Hill actually won the t- nine and ten year old division. So Beating congratulations Tullahoma. to them. Yes, they they beat Tullahoma, uh, and they were all best out of three. Um, it was a three game series in every division. Uh, That's pretty cool, by the way. And it was. And I tell you what, what's interesting. Uh, Friday, the coach pitch game. We have a really good coach pitch team in Columbia. They r- run ruled the Tullahoma team in thirty eight minutes. Okay. <laughs> That's insane. They, they, you know, and you think about the drive from Tullahoma to Columbia for 38 minutes. Well, st- <laughs> well it is, this is the great thing about baseball, though. The next day, Tullahoma comes back and beats Columbia 14-13. Wow. After being run-ruled the day before. So they went to a game three on Sunday, and it ended up being a four-run game in a very good game. But, um, but yeah, Columbia won the coach pitch. Um there was only three 11 year old teams. Uh, there was a three game round robin that started on Saturday, uh, and the 11s got got the win on, on Sunday against um, Tullahoma. And 
uh, or I'm sorry, against Spring Hill. And then uh, we were actually able to uh, to win Friday and Saturday night. So you guys completed the sweep. We did. The two-game sweep. And that means now your team is eligible to play in Williamsport. That is correct. You guys would go there if you were to keep, reach that point. Keep winning. That, that That's the key. Uh, because of COVID, uh, there is no international tournament this year. It's just going to be teams from the United States. Gotcha. Uh, and – we are also the twelves are the only division that you can continue to go after state. Every other um, age group stops at state. So, now, is that typical, or is that just this year? That's just this year because of COVID. because you have gone regions. Sure, in elevens, okay. elevens typically play regions in North Carolina, uh, in Greenville, uh, but this year because of COVID, they just really wanted to focus on getting everything back to normal in Williamsport before they start expanding it back out. Okay, so then will the, how many teams will make it to, to Williamsport? Will it be eight or will it still be 16? It'll be uh, it'll be eight. 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 So they're just cutting it in half. Right, right. All, all, the, all the international teams will not okay. be participating this year. Okay. So typically it would be – It would typically be eight, eight U.S. US teams, teams and, and eight international right. teams. So I didn't know if they were just going to bring 16 – U.S. No. teams and uh, uh, my understanding, no. it's going to be eight. Just the eight. Well, you would think typically you, advance. You would think you know maybe first and second. Yeah, could go and make that turn. But again, I guess the less time tra- you have to spend there yeah. is probably ideal too. Sure, and so um, you know we uh, we played the way we did it this year with our district. Our district consists of um, uh, Spring Hill, Columbia. Giles County, this is their first year back in Little League. They had been in uh, Cal Ripken previously. Gotcha. Uh, Tallahoma, Winchester, uh, Cowan, and Estelle Springs. And so what the district decided to do this year was split east and west. Uh, so Tallahoma, Cowan, Winchester, Estelle Springs. They, they all play, played each other. They played other. a divisional tournament. We played a divisional tournament with Columbia, Spring Hill, and Giles County. Uh, the weekend before last, and we we came out of that. We played that in Spring Hill and uh, played against Tallahoma, who came out of the East. And, um, you know, Tallahoma was a good team. They're, they're really, really big. Um, the last three nights I have been in Murfreesboro watching Nolansville, formerly known as South Nashville, and uh, Gillettsville. And Scouting. That is correct. <laughs> for they, the 12-year-olds. Well, they've, already, hey, I get they've, it. they've already released a bracket. Is that uh, who you guys will play? Potentially in the second round. Ah. The team that we'll, we will play in the first round is actually playing tonight in Sparta. So, Will you be scouting that one? I will be meeting my friend Bruce Slatton, and we will be heading over uh, to the ball fields in Sparta to <laughs> check that out. So. I assume there will be food involved. I'm sure. I'm sure there will be some, some yeah. pregame meal well, happening. Well, if, if there's anybody that could give you the lowdown on it's, eateries in the Sparta area, it would be Bruce Slatton. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for the, for as many years as I took care of him over here, he's going to take care of me for, for a night. So That's good. That's good. So, tell, so once you go to state, and the state is going to be held in Maryville. Uh, eight teams. Next eight teams. Yeah, it'd be uh, July tenth. So next Thursday. Next Saturday. Start Saturday. Okay. 10th. Yeah. Third tenth. That makes a w- sense. A week from yeah. Saturday. Yeah. But you guys could be there up to five or six days. We could be there through Thursday. Yeah. Man, 
I mean, how you are know, we supposed to run a radio station without you for, for a week? <laughs> a week. Remote Google remote access is going to be big, <laughs> uh, and, and having a laptop. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, but you know, well, it's this is you know to be able to experience this with my kid is that's pretty um, cool. Yeah, it's a once in a lifetime deal, and it's been fifteen years since Columbia Twelves won a district championship. Wow! So fifteen years ago, that would have been two thousand six. That would have been the team that's uh, no, that's that go, those guys would have been later. He's that, talking about I'm talking about the Shaq Mason mm-hmm, team, the Shaq Mason Tradarius Golf. That that was that was uh, them. Was that them? They were an out away from going to Williamsport. In 06? In a, I believe it was 06 or 06. But the In light, 10, they won the state football championship? That is correct. Yeah, they would have been 16, 17. You, well, you gotta remember, they were seniors on that. You got you got to well, remember, though, back then in Little League. Um, 12s could have been 13? Exactly. And Shaq, when he started college, was 17. So he turned, oh, eight, wow. he okay. turned 18 in September. Like Yeah, like I did. Yeah, he, he he had a young birthday, so uh, you know he started school early. But wow. and can you imagine okay. if, some, if his mom would have held him back in like second grade? <laughs> that would have been bad. I, I, I'm telling you. <laughs> but I, yeah, so that's pretty cool that you guys are are headed to state. You are trying to raise some money. We are. We're trying to. <laughs> we're, we're trying to offset some of the expenses. You know, obviously with 13 kids uh, having to block off a whole bunch of rooms at a hotel and we're actually going to to stay in turkey creek everything in maryville is basically full because not only are they hosting the 12 year old state championships in baseball they're doing the same for little league softball as well Ah. so you'd probably rather be in turkey creek anyway minus the drive right i mean besides the 25 minute drive uh there's quite a bit to do Mm -hmm. in the turkey creek area so um so yeah, you know, trying to um, get a bunch of twelve-year-olds to, you know, stay in in a group for that amount of time, it's going to be challenging. But you're going to have to do you're going to do some other stuff, <laughs> probably. Yeah, no, exactly. And you know, these are a great group of kids. Um, I mentioned it yesterday. They're, they represent Murray County well. I know we have two kids from Kalioka, two kids from Mount Pleasant, five kids from Columbia Academy, um, two kids from Whitthorn, and um, I think we we have one that is in at Richland. Uh, and he is a, a player that was grandfathered in that had played in our league for the last five before or six Giles years. County started e- exactly because that's what I was getting ready to ask you how did that work so, and, yeah. and that 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 player is Mylon Dickey who is um, the second or third cousin to R A Dickey so that's that's good genes good it knowledge. is he does not throw the knuckleball but um but yeah I mean we we, we got we got a really good group of kids they all seem to like each other a lot and um they're the loosest team i've ever been around there's not a whole lot that bothers them so um that's always you know, good when bad things happen it's, that's true it's nice to have and, you know we had a we had a nine run lead saturday night and um gave up five runs in the, i think the fourth inning made it nine five and then uh we come back the very next inning and jackson huff comes up and hits a two-run home run over center field fence and um you know, they 
they just they they keep they keep hitting the ball well and they keep responding to things uh when they don't go right they always seem to come back and and, and make plays so We'll that's, see what happens. That's big. Uh, the GoFundMe that you guys are raising money for is uh, it's on our Facebook page, SN, uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. It's on the Columbia American Little League Facebook page. Uh, did we share it on WKOM and WKRM? We did, we did, and so, um, we've we've gotten quite a few donations, and right. we really appreciate um, all the help and all the donations from all the folks out there that are, are rallying behind these kids. They're they're a good group. And um, they have set a, a high goal for th- for themselves, and I want to help them try to attain that goal. And um, you know, we, we just got to take it one game at a time, one pitch at a time, and 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 see how it goes. But, there it goes with the coach speak. Yeah. Well, but that you know, it, it is what it is, and we 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 will be rooting for you guys as well. And uh, good luck. Well, thank uh, you. Hope you guys uh, can bring home a state championship and make it to Mo- to Warner Robins. So that 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 would be fantastic. Uh, like I said, the last two times we've won the district, uh, both teams have won the state championship. Um, you know, so maybe uh, we can do the same thing now. History repeats itself. Clayton Harris, the uh, station manager here at WKOMKRM Kennedy Broadcasting in the Parks Motor Sales hot seat. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got Pernell Knox to talk about Mike Soroka, and uh, we will uh, talk a little bit about what his injury has gone through and why maybe uh, it re-injured itself. So all of that and more on the other side of the break. Stick around with Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn & Joint. Be right back. <laughs> 